0: Hey everybody, it's Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show. And before we get to this next video, I just wanted to tell you that if you are looking for a way to make some money to get get yourself into the green, get out of the red, hook up with me. It's very, very simple. Just go to attaboy.com, A-T-A-B-O-Y.com and I will show you how to make some money with a low investment. And it's something I'm doing myself. It's not something I'm just hawking. So do it today. Hyperfund is the, is the place. And, uh, again, attaboy.com. Uh, you can watch a little video that I've put together for you. You can watch some other videos there and you can learn for yourself how to get yourself some cash. So let's do it. Okay. All right. Here's the video you actually came to see.
1: It is your classic metal show right here on the classic metal kicking off the show tonight. We heard something from Doxon's dysfunctional release with inside looking out kind of feel that way these days. And uh, we just heard something with the rapid machine gun fire drumming there with some by demons be driven. And uh, coming to the mic is the uh, demon of the show. Chris Aiken. What's going on, Chris? What is up, man? Ready to do this? Yeah, absolutely. I'm ready to ready to uh entertain the masses once again. I was hoping your plane didn't crash coming back from LA. I haven't heard a peep from you all week. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. This yeah. is this is one of the reasons why I don't take extended time off. Okay. I, I can take about two two days off of work and it takes me three days to catch up once <laughs> I get back. Right. You know, uh, among, you know, along with all the other addition, you know, the day to day work. Sure. Ev- everything piles up while I'm away. I don't, unfortunately, I don't have one of those jobs that somebody takes care of it while I'm gone. It just, it's just like, well, just throw that on Wendell's desk, throw that on his desk. <laughs> right. Yeah. He'll get it when he gets here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it takes me, you know, uh, just, just doing day to day stuff and then catching up the stuff that was left, uh, from the previous week. So, right. uh, You know, it's just been a busy week. I I really haven't, uh, had a whole lot of, you know, um, energy outside of just doing work to just home and, and veg.
0: I hear you, man. Although I haven't done any of that, but (laughs) I would like to, (laughs) but yeah, um, well, that's cool, man. Um, had a good trip. I'm assuming getting the
1: fuck. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit. Sure. Yeah. I was, I was out in LA. I discussed that uh, before I went. And um uh nice weather. it was nice to get away uh in uh in February and go out to where the you know it was clear skies and sunny all you know three days I was out there and uh you know it was in the lower 70s so you know I didn't really need a jacket and uh it was I spent the time in West Hollywood you know, a majority of the time so I was in you know kind of familiar stomping grounds sure and uh you know, um, regardless of the mask requirements, uh, it was it was pretty, pretty chill. Um, I, I went to the rainbow a couple of times and, uh, you know, I hooked up with our good friend, uh, Eric Ferentinos. Cool. Cool. And, uh, he, we hung out for a couple of days together and, you know, we, we just kind of, you know, partied a little bit and, uh, I hooked up with our good friend, Steven Piercy. Sure. And, uh, you know, just being in West Hollywood was cool, but you know, it just isn't the same. It isn't the same as it used to be, man. It's, you know, the, these, uh, high rises and condos are being built in, in a very historic area mm-hmm. anymore. So the, the vibe has really changed. It's more modern now rather than, uh, you know, old, you know, the old, uh, West Hollywood vibe of the eighties, the seventies sure. and the eighties. Sure. But, uh, you know, the old stalwarts are still there, even though they're, they're closed, the, the whiskey and the Roxy and the rainbow, uh, the rainbows open, but, uh, the clubs are closed. They're dark. Okay. You know, the piper room's closed. Everything's just closed, <sighs> you know? So it's just, it's like, it's like a ghost. It's like a ghost of what it used to be. Right. But uh yeah, it was it was a good time to be out there. Um, the flight to and and from was great. Uh, the flight back was abso- absolutely fantastic. I, I bought first class tickets uh, to go out there because they were pretty cheap. It was 500 dollars round trip for first class. Wow, that is cheap. And uh, you know they're serving they're serving uh, beverages and and a little bit of food. They're not serving it on the uh, on the uh, China platters. Right. You know, everything is disposable, you know, so if you have an adult beverage, cocktail, wine, whatever, they give it to you in a plastic cup, you know, it's not in a glass.
0: Okay.
1: glass, glass, you know, they normally do for first class and right. then they, they don't serve the hot, uh, you know, meal, whatever it is that they're serving. Everything was, you know, pre-wrapped, pre-packaged. Sure. So it was either like, uh, crackers and cheese and, and, uh, um, um, you know, grapes and stuff, or you could get like a sandwich or something like that. But, okay. you know, typically in first class, you know, under normal circumstances, you know, they, they give you like a hot dinner or something like that. Yeah. But it was nothing like that. But they, they were serving alcohol though. So, That's all the dinner you needed then, isn't it? <laughs> so out, out and back, I just drank red wine out, out and back. All right. But uh, coming back, I was on, um, I was on a 777. Okay. Which which is the triple rows across? It's got right. the it's got the rows down on each side, and then it's got the center section. Okay. Well, in first class, everybody had their own cubicle.
0: Oh, nice. I've so,
1: it, yeah, it, and the you know, if you wanted to, the the uh, seat actually reclined all the way, uh, you know, horizontal into a bed if you wanted it. Just you know, to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So it was like fully automated. You were like in this. Uh, you know uh control capsule almost you had your television screen in front of you then you had all these controls on the uh right hand side a digital screen and you could you know just put your finger on it and it would adjust your seat to where it would you know kick huh. your foot rest up or you could recline all the way back and like I said sure. you could lay all the way down if you wanted to right you know and then it had your uh comfort controls in there for your uh you know your airflow. And then of course, you know, you, you could sit there and and then they had all the movies you could possibly want to watch. Right. So, uh, flying back, it it was, it was like, I wasn't even flying. I was just in this cubicle watching, watching, uh, movies and drinking wine and, uh, just, just, you know, the, the, and it was a, a faster trip. The flight was about a half hour shorter. Oh really? Yeah, it was uh 3 hours and 25 minutes. It's usually like 3 hours and 55 minutes. Right. But this jet flies faster, I guess. Okay. So so it was like 30 minutes shorter. Right. So yeah, the flight back was absolutely phenomenal. Well, that's cool. Very little turbulence, you know. Just right. comfortable. The 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 uh the wait staff, I don't know what you call them anymore. They're not stordices or anything. Yeah, look at that picture in the uh yes. Is
0: that, is that your, is that
1: your accommodation? It, it was very similar. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as fancy, but it was very, very similar. Sure. Yeah. It had the three windows like that. And then it had all the controls and everything. Look at that. Nice. It was, it was badass, man. I'm telling you <laughs> that, uh, you know, if you don't like to fly, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't mind flying. I'm not big on it, but I don't mind it. I, I you know, I, I get a little bit of, a little bit of anxiety at first. Sure. But then, you know, once I'm into it, it's fine. But boy, mm-hmm. I tell you what, I had zero anxiety with that at all. Nice. You know, it was just sit back, relax, have some cocktails, watch some movies, and you're already landing.
0: I was going to say, well, how could you have anxiety in that? It looks like you're on a
1: fucking tour bus. It was. You it know? was like that. <laughs> looks pretty good. Fantastic. Curious. I'm telling you. If, if, if and when, you know, I, I fly again, which I'm sure I will. Uh, I, I will definitely, you know, especially if it's going to be that, uh, that series of jet. Sure. I would definitely do that again. Will you go out of your way to get that series of jet now? Well, you know, you, you only get what they give you. I flying out, you were just on, you know, just the normal jet in the normal first class cabin, but yeah, coming back, it was a whole different story.
0: Sure. So if there was one that left, let's say at eight o'clock in the morning, a regular seven twenty-seven or thirty-seven or whatever, or you had to wait till like four o'clock in the afternoon, but you could get the seven
1: seventy-seven with all this shit. Which would you take? I'd probably wait. Would you really? Yeah, would I you? would. I would. If it was the same price and everything, yeah, I, I would definitely wait. All right. Yeah, it was. It was nice, man. Wow, really nice.
0: Well, how, it looks cool. I'm looking at the picture. It looks pretty fucking sweet,
1: actually. Yeah. <laughs> It was, couldn't beat it, man. It was like, you, you, of course you're not sitting next to anybody. And you know, people, if people are getting up to use the bathroom or anything, you, you wouldn't even know it.
0: Does it have a little door on that, on
1: that? Yeah, it has a a little, yeah, it has a little, uh, gate there, but not
0: like a full size door that you could like, no,
1: no, no, it was, it's not total privacy, but, but the armrests are adjustable and they come up and down and (laughs) it's pretty sweet.
0: So you'd still have trouble getting a chick in there to get like some head or something, don't you?
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's not big enough for two people.
0: I'm just asking. I mean, Hey, no. I'm just trying to evaluate if if I want to get a, on a 777 or not yeah. again.
1: Yeah. So uh yeah, that was a highlight of the trip, one of the highlights of the trip. The other the okay. other highlight was just getting out and being able to uh, walk around out you, you know, out you didn't miss the 10 degree weather? No, not at all. And, and the thing is, is when I landed, uh, at six, I, I got in Sunday evening at six o'clock, it was like 50 degrees outside. Right. So, you know, it wasn't like I was coming back to some wintry snow and cold either. So that was nice, you know, but, uh, you know, everything was cool. I mean, even though you had to wear the mask on the plane and stuff, they, the, the thing is, is that I made sure that I got a cocktail service so I didn't have to wear a mask at all. because Yeah, so so as soon as your you know your drink runs low, then, mm-hmm. you, then you let them know you want another one, and that way you just keep you know sipping it. That way you don't have to wear a mask because as long as you're eating or drinking, you right. don't have to have your mask. On. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you just make sure and have your cup in your hand even if it's empty. Yep.
0: Dude, <laughs> have I got an,
1: another mask story for you?
0: I'll, I'll wait till you're done, but I'll tell you.
1: Well, outside of that and hanging out with Eric and uh, I, I hung out with uh, uh, Frankie Wilsey. Okay. And uh, we all went to dinner at the at the Rainbow. And, cool. and we had, had a good time. You couldn't eat in, inside. You know, you had to sit out. So, uh, you know, they have this lean to outdoor pe- porch area out there. And then they had the parking lot closed. All the businesses along the uh, way there, uh, you couldn't eat indoors, but all of them had their parking lots closed so they could put up these tents. So you eat outside, you know, under the tent, you know. And of course, the weather was nice enough to where it wasn't a problem. So uh, the rainbow um, parking lot was full of individual tents and tables and stuff. So everything was served outside. Now you could go inside. If you wanted to just look around at all the memorabilia and stuff or go okay. to, you know, use the restroom or whatever. Right. Uh, you know, you, you couldn't eat inside. Right. Okay. So outside of that, it it was cool. And the, you know, the hotel that I stayed at was pretty nice. I had a nice suite and it was really inexpensive. It was like one thirty a night. Nice. You know, and it was a king suite and it overlooked this nice, you know pool area with this garden and everything was Mm -hmm. in, you know, even it's Southern California. So everything stays green all year. Sure. So it was nice. It was real nice. That's cool. It was, it was probably a very for the three days I was there was probably a very, very laid back, relaxing thing. Well, that's good. Good to get away. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, it was a lot of fun. Just, just to chill, chill three days and the, you know, the, um, there was no hassle with the, the, uh, getting the uh, rental car i had a um i had a dodge challenger okay and i drove that and you know that was nice and everything was cool everything and the thing is one thing about this covid (laughs) if you're going to travel and you don't mind the the whole mask requirement and stuff everything's cheap the the flights are cheap the hotels are cheap the rental cars are cheap Yeah. everything's really inexpensive you know so uh you know, right now, because everybody's just begging for business. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I would do that again in a heartbeat.
0: Well, that's good. Well, how was the,
1: how was the thing as much as you're allowed to speak on it? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't know what I can and can't say. That's, that's the problem. You
0: could say if it was
1: fun. Well, it was fun. Uh, I was part of a video thing Okay. that, uh, uh, when it, when it's available, um, I was interviewed a couple of times for this thing. Okay. And, uh, when it, when it's available or when it's, you know, going to be released or whatever, uh, I should be making a cameo on that. I don't know how it's going to be edited or anything, but, uh, both Eric and I, uh, Eric sort of like did a little interview thing with me. Okay. And then the, the camera guy, the guy doing all the video stuff, he. Did a small interview with me again sure. later. So, uh, whenever that thing comes out, uh, I'll let you know. That's cool. But yes, it was very fun. It was very interesting. Um, you know, being able to hang out with Steven a little bit and, you know, have some pizza and shoot the shit with him and cut up a bit. (laughs) Steven is a character, man. Yeah, he is. (laughs) He's a really, he's really a funny guy. He had to, I don't know what it was that he was wearing around his neck, but he had this little vial. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it had something in it i don't know what it was it 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 was a it smelled it was a i don't know what you want to call it it was just a it smelled like cologne i guess and and he he went around everybody that was there in the room he went around and put a little dab on everybody <laughs> you know he made everybody put their put their arm out like this and he oh put a God. little dab on there like this and you know, rub it together. He goes now. Everybody's tranquil. Everyone's oh, peaceful. Goodness.
0: But he's it was, into that guy is he?
1: no, no. He's he's he was he was being funny about it. Okay, you know, just kind of like he was like a guru guy, right? So that's you know he was just being funny about it. I was just you know, and uh, he's he's just a he's just an off the wall character. We were talking about three dog night, yeah, and he starts belting out "Eli's Coming." <laughs> nice. And then we were talking about Chuck Negron. Right. And then he, he was talking about his life and all the crazy shit this guy got into. And then we got into talking about uh um all that kind of stuff. So uh, you know, he was just saying that uh I told him about the cock exploding story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, Really? I never heard that one, you know. And so we were just trading stories about three he goes, that was my first concert ever. Nice, you know. And he, and I was telling him about you interviewing Chuck Negron at the hotel.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and, uh, he goes, yeah, I'd love three dog night, man. And then he starts, he starts belting out these three dog night songs. <laughs> <laughs> so He's just funny. That's fun. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a good time. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, I think Steven is calling tonight. Let me see here. Uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm talking to Eric. Eric is is brokering this for me. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Side deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently Steven got a new number. Oh, very nice. Yeah, so so yeah, Steven said he'll call in tonight. So, we'll okay. see. In a, in okay. about a, in about an hour. Yeah.
0: yeah. As as is the case with any type Steven is booked to be on. We'll see how that plays. <laughs> sure. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, but anyway, that, that was it. I got back uh, Sunday, back to work uh, Monday. You know, just been working, working home. That's about sure. it. Nothing really, nothing really glamorous this week to tell. Aside from you know, just getting away for a few few days last week, and sure. you know, enjoying it. But now it's going to get into the sixties here this week. Well, that'll be so, nice. So I'm uh, looking forward to spring coming along and being able to get out, get outside a little bit and start getting back into some kind of a exercise routine and start hitting the track again.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm still expecting one more wave of cold.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm
0: sure we'll get it. There's still one more. It seems like there's still one more to come. It doesn't seem like it's quite there yet.
1: Yeah. Well, it is only March. So we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure we're going to get hit at least one more time, but we'll yeah. see. Well, hopefully
0: it's coming. Hopefully this, cause I, you know, not that this has been a bad winter. I mean, overall, it really hasn't been, I mean, it's been a little cold, but it hasn't really been a snowy, shitty, terrible winter. Yeah. Unless you live in Texas, I guess. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, but, um, uh, yeah, I'm ready for, I'm ready for this. I'm interested to see how people are going to react this year. Are people, you know, cause they're going to get released out of fucking out of governor jail as well. So. You know, are people going to truly go outside or are people going to just go to the movies or the, you know, the, the socially distanced concerts or, or, or are they just going to be outside like a normal spring?
1: Well, um, I can tell you in my business being that, uh, you know, I modify the shipping containers. Yeah. I've got a lot of people lining up for orders to make those little, uh, shipping container kiosks. Okay. For outdoor food and bar service. Sure. So a lot of people are interested in that. And that's really, a lot of that is what's been keeping me busy the last few weeks is people are gearing up for outdoor food and beverage services. Okay. You know, so they want this container service bar.
0: Sure. Well, that'll be fun.
1: Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people, I, I don't know what, uh, again, I don't know what the, uh, the, the rules are going to be, you know, for you know, indoor or outdoor service or any kind of live music or any kind of concerts or anything like that. I don't know what's, what, you know, what lies ahead for us, but, uh, you know, people are kind of gearing up to, uh, take their activities outside. Right. So we'll see.
0: We will see. I'm interested. I know I'm going to be heading out and doing some stuff. I'm going to go see Ron Keel here in about a month. He's playing somewhere in near Columbus. Yeah. I
1: remember, I remember he had that scheduled.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to definitely make the drive down. It's on a Friday night. So it's like, I'm definitely going to make, make the trip down just to get the fuck out. Sure. Like, just to get out and see a show. Are you going
1: to get a room? Probably. Yeah. Cause I know I'll drink my face off with Ron. So. <laughs> Nobody wants to drive two and a half hours home yeah. at night.
0: That's it. Two and a half hours at two 30 in the morning. I'm a risk taker, maybe not that much of a risk, taker. yeah. Yeah, you know, I probably will just get a room and stay sure. down, there. come back, take a nap, and then do the show. <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> I have a feeling I'll get pretty tanked up with Ron, but we'll see. Sounds
1: good, yep. So, so, so what, what kind of a mask story do you have for me?
0: You're gonna love this. I, I, I like everybody else. I, I mean. I, I hate to always say, you know, I had this or I had that, like, not like everybody's not having the same stupidity that they're dealing with. Cause everybody is, and I get it. It just, you know, I have the microphone, so therefore mine are more important, I guess, but (laughs) you know, um, so on, um, Thursday I went, um, I took me and Kelly went out to dinner. I was, I was like a week late for her, for her birthday. So we went to We went to the steakhouse for a nice dinner. Okay. And and we go to the bar. We, we, we sat at the bar for dinner. We went to Brown Derby over here and near me and, and we, we sat at the bar and you know, you know how me and her get when we get together, it's lots of drinks and, you know, occasionally some food mixed in as well. So we're having some drinks and you know, we're, we're just having, having fun. Well, you as everybody that listens is aware i've had this broken fucking foot so i'm sitting the this, the bar has the you know those those high chairs kind yeah. of thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: well and and i hate those anyway cuz it doesn't work well for fat guys it just doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't right but, but it the bar itself had like the little ledge you know the the like a little ledge that you could rest your foot on yeah, But where I put my foot, where my foot would rest on it was right on the spot of my foot that is still not a hundred percent healed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm we're in there, we're, we're having our dinner, we're, we're having some drinks, you know, just sitting around shooting the shit, you know, no mask on. I wore my mask for 20 whole seconds, walking into the fucking place, <laughs> you know, and then I immediately took it off. So. At some point my foot was bugging me. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to stand up. I'll stand here at the bar, you know, and I pushed the chair over to the side and I stood up right where the, right where I was before, just in a chair. And the waitress comes over to me and goes, you know, I'm really supposed to make you wear the mask if you're
1: standing there.
0: (laughs) And I was like, are you fucking kidding me?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was like the, the covid, the covid is up here. So if you're standing up here, you'll get the covid, but if you're down here, it won't get you.
0: I, I was in the same space. <laughs> I mean, I was in the same space. And but she was like she didn't make me put it on or or throw me out or argue about it or anything like that. She was being cool cuz she wanted the tip. I'm I'm just assuming, but yeah. She did. She goes I'm really supposed to make you wear the mask if you're standing <laughs> up. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yep. But then, and, and, and then to make it even more stupid, five minutes later, she comes over to where our food and stuff is and grabs the salt and pepper and the fucking ketchup and stuff. It takes it over and hands it to somebody else. <laughs> Didn't
1: wipe it down.
0: No, just <laughs> grabbed it and handed it to the next person down the row. So I was like, wait a minute. This air that I'm like two inches taller than when I was sitting in this fucking chair, you know, is contaminated. But this fucking salt and pepper shakers and ketchup bottles and shit is, is not contaminated because I was on my ass when it was in front of me. The fuck out of here with this bullshit.
1: Yeah, I know. When Eric and I were hanging out a little bit, we were walking down to the, walking down to uh, get something to eat. We had the mask in our hand, you know, and I was Mm -hmm. going, live, die, live, (laughs) die, (laughs) right. You know, but that was the whole thing. It's as that's what they told us at the rainbow too. As long as you're sitting, you know, you don't have to wear the mask, but if you're up and you have to get up, you you know, you got to put it on and they weren't being real dicks about it. They were just like, like she was doing was just like, well, you know, I'm supposed to tell you. But, you know, like when we went into the rainbow, they were, they were hitting you with the, um, with the temperature right? and they, you know, scan you before they let you in there. Jesus. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah. They'd hit you with a little, uh, thermometer and scan your temperature. (sighs)
0: So dumb. I know. What if you were just like, what if you just walked like a mile to get there and you were hot? (laughs) Are you
1: not allowed in now because you were too hot? I guess. See, I, see, I sit during the show because I know if I get up the COVID's going to get me because it's right. It's right there. I same I, here. So I, can I, don't, see I don't move for six hours. I could see it. It's right there. You see the COVID bugs? It's, it's 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 I'm, I'm right touching the bottom of the oh. COVID right now
0: with okay. a bare hand. You better watch that sucker. I know.
1: I know it's, it's right above my
0: head. You better get some Purell or something immediately. <laughs> You don't want those
1: cooties to get on your hand.
0: <laughs> COVID. So fucking dumb.
1: It is dumb. Yeah. It's just, but yeah, I was, I was surprised that, um, you know, that they were back to serving, uh, drinks and stuff on the plane. Sure. But, uh, apparently the COVID isn't as bad as it used to be, but, oh, as, as speaking of that, yeah. now, strangely enough in Chicago, mm-hmm. which, which is one of the, you know, one of the lefty blue States right back in the fall, or like around yeah, back in um, September, around Labor Day, okay, you you couldn't eat or you couldn't drink at the bar right. But then at Christmas time and then and then when I just went uh, this past weekend, you you could actually sit at the bar and have a cocktail if you wanted in Chicago. Wow. But in LA, you couldn't do that. If if you if you ordered a drink, you could get a drink, but you had to take it out in the concourse.
0: Oh, that's nice. So
1: so you could order it at the bar, but you weren't allowed to sit there or stand there and and consume it. You had to take it away.
0: Because nothing's better than a Jack and Coke in a styrofoam
1: cup. (laughs) Well, they served it in those plastic cups with the lid on it. (laughs) Oh, even better.
0: Nothing says classy drink like a fucking solo cup. (laughs) Fantastic.
1: So, yeah. So you weren't allowed, you weren't allowed in. You could go to the bar, you could order a drink, but you had to leave with it.
0: Oh, because that was somehow safer.
1: safer. (laughs) Can't drink at the bar where they
0: just wipe the bar down. Instead, you're going to take it and have your mouth open and be spitting and all that shit. Where everybody is, where everybody has to go through to get on and off
1: their planes. Exactly. Good plan, you fucking idiots. (laughs) Yep. So no, no sitting at the tables, no sitting at the bar. (laughs) You had to go back out into the waiting area. That's hilarious. Yeah.
0: It's, it's stupid. It's so dumb. I'm, it's clearly, uh, people are done with it though. You know, obviously now that some of the states are opening up. It's very clear that even where the states are not opening up, people just don't give a fuck anymore. No, they don't. You know. You know, I I it's funny, I've been getting a lot more calls with Pinball PA and um, you know, the calls have drastically gone down with the what are your covid protocols? <laughs> covid
1: protocol. Yeah, they, I mean, yeah, I get them, but here's here's my covid protocol. Either you come and play or you don't.
0: I tell them the same thing. I've been saying the same thing since the day we reopened after the initial closing, you know, way back in April or whatever, when we reopened, you know, which is, which is if you're not wearing a mask, we assume it's a medical reason and we do not ask. And then I get all the people that think they're getting away with something and they're like, Oh, I hear what you're saying. (laughs) I get those people. (laughs) <laughs> and then I get the other people that want to argue with me and they're like, so does that mean that people will be there without masks? And then I just say the same line again and, uh, like, Oh, okay. They just want to fight. And I'm just like, not going to do it.
1: Yeah. So,
0: you know, fuck them all. Just show yeah. up and give me your money. You cunts. <laughs> so great. Oh,
1: <laughs> I hate people.
0: Yeah. Well, at least, the, at least the world seems to be, Coming to a little bit of its sense, although it, it it still makes me absolutely fucking nuts when I see people celebrating this cocksucking governor in Texas. And he's not a cocksucker because he's opening things up, but he's not a hero either. He's not doing anything heroic, he's giving people back their fucking rights. Yeah, which they should have never
1: taken in the first fucking place. Don't celebrate him. I completely agree, but you know, obviously that's a controversial stance he has over there. Yeah, well, too bad
0: you know, you're, you're supposed to be a fucking leader and being a leader means that you got to fucking do controversial things
1: sometimes. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you what, I, I got a salute that, uh, Ron DeSantis down in Florida. Yeah. And that work. guy, that guy just, he, just, he's just done everything right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, he, he, he's, he's, uh, you know, lifted the lap, the mask mandate as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he, they, they've, had less lockdown than any other state right the kids are going to school Mm -hmm. they don't have the schools shut down they didn't shut down everything like that and they had the lowest they had the lowest uh, amount of covid sure
0: well you know good on good on them man i mean that's that's the way once the world i'm gonna be more you know what i'm more interested in i mean and i I don't want to turn this into politics at all but um I'm going to be interested to see how forgiving people are going to be of these dopes with their fucking social media that are running their goddamn lip on either side. Now, you know, when like the musicians, you know, do you think people are just going to blindly say, Oh, well, it doesn't matter now. Now they're back on tour. So who cares? Or are people going to hold them accountable for things? I don't know. Like, I, I, let me pull one up real quick. Cause I was actually meaning to talk about this guy. I love this guy's music, but I I'm at the point now that I can't fucking deal with him.
1: <laughs> <First> I, <question.
0: laughs> no, it just is even worse because somebody we both like, and oh. I do like him. I interviewed him here two months ago. Todd latori
1: Oh yeah, I, I I did see a little blurb about him.
0: It's like here's his goddamn post. You know, he goes on and is like. He goes on ripping fucking the, the Texas guy, the, the Texas guy, Yeah, this fucking cocksucking cunt. I think those are his words too. Something like cocksucking cunt or something like that, something to the effect of that. And then when people question him on it, then he goes and pulls his ball and goes home. If I post a shout out photo of somebody wearing my new merch that may include wearing a mask and a single solidarity, a single solitary comment is made about masks being BS, sparking a debate, a debate here. Your ass is gone. Oh my, I'm going to cancel you pal. I'm not going to let you on my page,
1: man. (laughs) There's some blocked user in your future. pal.
0: If you don't see it my way, you're a dick and I don't want you here. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Shut up. Sing a song, dick. Yeah. And I don't even care about the stance. I, you know, either stance. <clears throat> you know, the, the, other, the other guy that's that's going crazy with this shit, too. Another friend. Another friend of the show. But I wish he'd shut the fuck up, too. And I don't have any comments about it. He's not as blatant as LaTori, but fucking michael sweet michael sweet going on and on on the other side of it it's like shut up
1: (laughs) i haven't seen or heard anything he said.
0: michael sweet i mean michael sweet is definitely the conservative version and latori is obviously the libtard version but both of them shut up (laughs) you know sing your fucking songs promote your fucking business your you know your Latori has that has a great solo album. I'm not going to say it's a bad solo now album now just because I can't stand seeing what he says on fucking social media. You know. And it's it's like shut up. Just stop it. You're you're killing yourself. You're killing you're killing the legacy of the fucking band that you didn't even start. You know. It's like holy mother of fuck. <laughs> not the,
1: the the thing is is that uh these musicians, I don't care who it is, mm-hmm. they have got to realize that all of their fans don't always see things the way that they see it. And for them yeah. to go out there and preach their preach, mm-hmm. like you're you're just alienating people who don't necessarily agree with you. Yeah. I mean you're 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 free to do that. You're free to say what you want, but but you're just you know you're just making enemies for yourself.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just like, just stop it. It's, I think Sweet's thing was something about Bibles and that the Bible is next on the cancel list or whatever. And okay, fair enough. It, it may may or may not be. I mean, if Dr. Seuss is bad, Dr. Jesus must be really bad. But <laughs> fucking, you know, save it for your tunes, dude. Nobody wants to hear your ranting and
1: raving, you know. To hell with your Facebook. That's what I got to say. Yeah, the thing is, is you're not going... <laughs> You're not going to change anybody's mind. Yeah. You know, if, if they're, if they've got to stick up their ass about, you know, being afraid of the COVID, you're not going to change their mind by, uh, preaching at them about it
0: Yeah,
1: or vice versa.
0: Yeah. Believe me, Todd Latory didn't make me think one ounce about fucking wearing a mask more and, and Michael Sweet didn't make me think that I better buy 10 Bibles to sell them bootleg style. <laughs> Like both of you shut the fuck up. Yeah. Tell me about your tunes. I'll happily buy some of it. Right. You know, I'll happily buy some of it, but you know, who doesn't agree with me about Michael sweet? Who Tim James. I got to show you this. This is unfucking real and I'm sorry to whoever sent me this. I don't, I didn't write down who it was, but this is unbelievable. Oh boy. So... (laughs) Michael Sweet posted a photo of himself holding up his new solo album. Okay? Okay. First three comments that that are at least in this post, it might be because this person follows Tim, I don't know, are Tim James, and you are not going to believe these fucking comments. Look at this. <laughs> Tim, Tim, I'm starting to really question if he truly is straight now. Look at those three comments in a row.
1: I didn't mean- what is it? Uh love you so much. Love you, Michael. Hi, Michael. Love you.
0: <laughs> what the fuck, Tim? Tim, if you're listening, you need to call in at some point tonight and explain yourself.
1: What? It... <laughs> <laughs> That's bizarre.
0: That is unfucking believable. It's like, okay, I get it. You like his tunes, but Jesus, love you so much. That sounds like something you say to a chick as she's driving away when she's left you for another dude. Yeah. But wait, I love you so much.
1: What? Oh, wow. <laughs> Come on, Tim. No shit. I mean, you know, you, you can have, you can have, a, a you know, love for your brother or whatever, but three posts in a row. Yeah. Do you really need more than one? Yeah. You just like, you go, Hey, dug the tunes, Michael, or whatever.
0: Yeah. I, I, is there any, is there any male human being other than your dad that you would ever say love you so much to no, come on. That is ridiculous. (laughs) I hate to do that to you, Tim, but Jesus God, dude, that's embarrassing.
1: Yeah, that is embarrassing.
0: You're going to have to go back to being
1: a Michael Butler fan. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that. Tim, you, you need to need to reevaluate. I mean, it's one thing you could just say, you know, love the new record, Michael, or you know, whatever. But love you so much. Yeah, love you so. And three posts. Like you, and and it's not like his,
0: you know, because sometimes when you post something on Fuckbook or or Twitter or whatever, it it some for some reason will duplicate your post. These are three different posts. Yeah, there's a th-
1: three distinctly different things.
0: Yeah, he went out of his way to say it three different ways. I don't know if that's first of all, it's embarrassing, but it's also how desperate of a cry for attention is that from Rockstar Guy. Look at me, look at me. Jeez. Uh,
1: <laughs> anyway, I thought you'd enjoy that. <laughs> that that's just that's cringy. Yeah. To say to to quote sticks. That's yeah. cringy.
0: Thanks to whatever fan that was that sent that to me. Um
1: you know,
0: you know, I just was like, whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would just prefer if our fans would just not be on social media at all. Well, I
0: hear that, but <laughs> but I'll, I'll be honest. If you are, keep sending me that kind of stuff because
1: I will use it on occasion. <laughs> In this day and age with everybody into this cancel culture shit, mm-hmm. you're out there posting your thoughts and crap and not that, not that you shouldn't be allowed to. Yeah. But but you're you're just asking for problems now. It, Dude, does it
0: matter though? Does it matter? I it doesn't
1: matter, but it's
0: like why bother? Why bother? If you've ever been on social media, you're likely to get smacked at some point. So well, it doesn't matter. It.
1: Well, I get it, but my point is is why don't you just go back to like having like one on one friends rather than out there yeah. posting to the world. Mm-hmm. And I'll get get off the fucking social media, it's pointless. It really is. It's pointless. I'm not on it and I don't miss a goddamn thing.
0: Well, and, and the thing is, is when you get off it, you really realize how little you do miss it. Yeah, of course. That's the people think that because they're so used to going 15 fucking times a day, you know, to check their Facebook or to check their Twitter or their Insta or whatever, they, they think that. Well, that's part of my life. I can't get, you know, it's, it's like eating lunch. I have yeah. to do it. You know, they, they think it's the same. And you know what? Every one of us, maybe not me, obviously, but every other one of us has missed a meal on occasion and we didn't die, <laughs> you know? So I would imagine you could miss your fucking social media visit. Yeah. And, and, and I know for a fact, I don't miss it even a little bit. Right. To be honest, even when I have to post stuff for like business type stuff, I actually hate it now. I hate having to log in and deal with fucking. Even though I'm not dealing with it, I'm just posting posts. I fucking can't stand it now. You just have to. It's kind of like it's like a workout regimen. You got to do those two three weeks to get used to it, and then you're used to it, and then it's right. like fucking over with. Yeah, it's good to get away from the shit.
1: Yuck. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I I pay attention to the things that I think I need to pay attention to. Otherwise. I don't even bother right No, I don't, I don't watch the news, you know, you know, our pal Sal he's, he's just hooked on the news. I mean, all day long. Sal, I love you, bro. See, see Tim, that's how you do say the, the, I love you thing. <laughs> I, lo- I, I love you, bro. But man, you need to stop with the news. Yeah. You got to turn that shit off. You got to turn it off. It's just driving you crazy. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're locked up in your apartment or your, your house or whatever. And, you, you're not able to get out and interact so much just because of this COVID because well, now it just, all it does is it plant, you know, uh, paranoia in your head. Right. You know, well, I, I get it. I mean, I, I understand trying to kind of stay current with things, but it gets to the point to where now that's uh, now you're obsessed with it.
0: Right. Well, and, and, and I, I will in, in it slightly in Sal's defense, I will say that the, they try their damnedest to force you to pay attention to it on, yeah. on any platform that you might be on. If you're on YouTube, they force feed you news. If you're like, I, I, I got a new, um, Amazon fire stick, um, uh, a few weeks ago. Cause I needed something to test. You know, I need, I, I needed one to test, um, our, our channel or, you know, for, for the channel. And then eventually here for heavy metal television. So I was actually setting it up to use it. And, um, you know, they, they now have something, they have sections called live and free on the Amazon now. Okay. And they just try to fucking force feed you news. They're like, okay, well, which news sources do you want? Do you want this, 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 or that? And then when you say none, they're like, no, no. What about, you know, you literally uncheck everything. It's like, oh, you didn't check anything. Did you mean to check NBC? No, No, I didn't. I don't want this fucking shit. So then they just, then like I left it all blank and they still have a fucking line of news, live news. <laughs> like they're still going to force me to have that shit on my fucking screen. Well,
1: well, here's the thing. And this is what I'm noticing more and more. Mm-hmm. Anything. Anything anything that goes against the narrative mm-hmm. is now being classified as misinformation and of disinformation. Of course. So if it goes against the, the the narrative that, you know, that the mainstream is trying to push
0: mm-hmm.
1: now it's disinformation, right? You know, and it's just like, well, no, you guys are the ones with the disinformation, the people who refute it because you're spreading disinformation that doesn't make them wrong. You're wrong. So that's why I won't even watch any of it.
0: Well, here's the, and here's the thing. What does it matter if it is
1: disinformation?
0: It's still up to me to make a choice if I believe it or not, even if it's, even if
1: it's true news. Well, you know? they want to, But they want to take that choice away from you.
0: Yeah. Well, fuck you them.
1: need to follow this line and believe this line and you need to just be, you know, be in lockstep with how we tell yeah. you you should think.
0: But but that's nonsense, and, and I know that's what they want. But it's nonsense. I you agree. know. You, you could take any story. Look, fucking uh, Michael Stanley died yesterday, and um, you know, he's dead. Now I could I could easily say, nah, he didn't die. That's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. And if I do, I shouldn't be fucking shunned for it. That's just my choice to believe whatever the fuck I believe. You know, it's like holy shit. Get over yourselves with your fucking. Just because you got a billion dollar budget doesn't mean that I got to fucking worship you, you cunts.
1: <laughs> well, that's what, that's where we're at. It's just like, you believe this propaganda or else. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It, it's ridiculous. Now I'm getting to the point to where I'm starting to be concerned about even sending a text message through the phone because are they, are they monitoring my text messages? Well, uh, you know, that's why a lot of people are
0: switching to telegram. A lot of people are using telegram because it's encrypted
1: it's that's, encrypted uh, that's, from point a new, to point. that's a new platform at Telegram yeah.
0: mm-hmm. and a lot of people are using telegram because it's encrypted from A to B.
1: Well yeah I'm not aware of it you're gonna to have to share that with me.
0: Yeah I mean that's I, I use it for the CMS I don't use it I don't use you know at this point at this point the only the only censorship I'm gonna do is none you know if, if people want to see what I'm saying go ahead and see it You know, if you want to, you want to fucking, you know, steal my shit or whatever, just steal it, be done with it, do what you're going to fucking do. You know, I, I do my best to encrypt my shit and I keep everything on a VPN and all that shit, but you know, dude, short of fucking getting, getting a string and tying it to two cans between you and all and each one of your friends. Yes. you know, you're, you're monitored now. You're monitored everywhere you go. You go outside. There's cameras on every fucking light. Yeah, I know.
1: I've, I've been noticing a lot of these, Um, you know, like these uh, murder mystery shows and stuff. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. amazing where they get camera footage of of somebody either driving a car or walking down the street or, you know, and it's just like somehow, some way, mm-hmm. whether it was somebody's private residence or whether it was a business or whether it was just on the street. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about the whole camera thing.
0: Dude. What, but it's everywhere. It is. everywhere. You know? I, I mean, dude, look at, I mean, even though you stay as far off the grid as you possibly can, you're not off the grid. Oh, I'm I'm well just, aware of that. Just I'm going, aware. just going to work. You do easy pass. Yeah, you're right. Which means they know what time you were at, what place and how right. fast you were driving and where you got to and where you got off at. And yep, you know, when you got back on the highway and all that other shit. So. You know, there's no getting off the grid unless you go all fucking um, Richard Kaczynski, <laughs> Ted Kaczynski, whatever his name was. Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. Not, not Richard Kuklinski. The, Kuklinski. <laughs> the the Iceman. Not <laughs> him. Ted.
1: Or or, uh, or the Ruby Ridge guy.
0: Yeah. What? Oh, what was his name?
1: Weaver. Weaver. Yeah. Not Earl Weaver. God, Earl Weaver. <laughs> he wasn't the Baltimore Orioles uh, uh, manager. Randy Weaver. Randy Weaver. Yeah. Earl Weaver Earl Earl Weaver (laughs) threw a ball at the FBI.
0: So they shot him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Randy Weaver,
0: Randy Weaver. That's Mm -hmm.
1: right.
0: Oh, the FBI did him a service though. They put his wife down.
1: Yeah. They took his wife out.
0: Not wrong with that. Can you imagine being up in. Look, as much as you hate technology, can you be imagine being stuck in a fucking hole with no fucking technology and a crabby wife?
1: Well, that was his choice.
0: Ugh, fuck that. Fuck that. He was probably thrilled. He you know he fucking said, Yeah. Oh, I mean, damn it when she <laughs> took that bullet. You know he said he had a little celebration somewhere in his heart. Yeah. The nagging has stopped. Yeah.
1: The chicks the chicks the chicks can be draining. Yeah. They do. I, I mean, I know that you hang out with your friend Kelly there now and again and mm-hmm. so on and so forth, but sometimes, you know, there's a limit. Yeah. There's a limit. This is like, okay, time's up. No, yep, exactly. <laughs> I, I enjoyed your company for whatever it was worth, but mm-hmm. time's up. Yeah. Then see you later. Yeah. You know. Toodaloo, buckaroo. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh but uh, anyway, well, we're back, obviously. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we're we're uh, I'm ready to do some fun stuff tonight. I don't know what it is that we're gonna do, but we we never seem to uh, have a shortage of things to talk about.
0: Yeah. Well, I do have an arsenal of of stuff. I've been well, keeping up. So, and I know you probably have a billion things with the fans. Well, I
1: noticed that uh, the fans have been overabundant with stuff in the CMS uh, request email I, I noticed that there was probably 50 emails this week with various topics and stories and things so you know we're we're not uh, short on anything
0: oh good we'll work our way through through
1: some shit i guess yeah well i guess uh after after the break here i guess we'll I'll get steven on the phone he says he's willing to come on and talk okay good So, when I saw him last weekend, he was just like, Yeah, let's get on the show. I got some things to say. All right. Well, let's hear them. I said, Well, you, you know us, Stephen. I said, We're, we're not sent. That's what I like about you guys. You could say anything on your show. Nice. (laughs) So, so I got Stephen's new number. So, we'll, uh, we'll give him a jingle after the break. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, I had gotten a request from, uh, from uh black uh ray lives matter okay (laughs) she wants to hear nuclear assault with something wicked Oh, that doesn't suck all right so we'll play a few tunes and i'll get steven on the phone and we'll uh we'll talk to him and see what's up all right sounds good all right well here it is it's nuclear assault exclusively here on your classic (laughs)
0: All right, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? And you know what else is a lot of fun? The CMS Podcast Network. That's right, cmspn.com is the address. Make sure you go over there. Make sure you watch the episodes there, you listen to the episodes there, and maybe you even just subscribe so it's delivered to your phone, to whatever podcasting software you use. But do it from cmspn.com. Once again, cmspn.com, cmspn.com, cmspn.com. We'll see you next time, fucks.